cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to another week of Beers, Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Melia and Lisa, take you through the sci-fi original series Battlestar Galactica. And this week we have a very exciting announcement about football Ugh. for those who listened last episode. Ugh. Some, some are happy, some are not. You can probably tell where Lisa stands on this issue. <laughs> Especially... Oh, I'm now you want to go on the mic. <laughs> Especially because um, I live in said suburb that won mm. the grand final and I did not get what was that? any what was the team sleep. That won? What was the team that won? I don't know. Something about <laughs> red and black. Oh, we're from Tiger. <laughs> it, was, it was an event, wasn't it? I didn't leave my house. I was too scared. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, moving forward. Moving forward. Well, so what are we doing? We're drinking. In we are. With the celebrations because full disclosure, we um, Lisa is going on a little bit of an overseas jaunt in the next couple of weeks. Pretty exciting. So we're getting ahead of that um, and recording this. Uh, Three days, days after. after. Yeah. yeah. The end of the long weekend. So you can probably tell by our energy levels that we're now on the Monday. <laughs> it is not, not the Friday of the long weekend. <laughs> um, but yes, we have a very special ale today mm-hmm. in honor of Colonel Ty. It's called the Arrogant Bastard Ale and it is from California in the United States. So not a local beer as it usually is. But I just couldn't, um, I couldn't resist when I saw it. <laughs> Particularly um, love like the you're not worthy tagline. Well, that seems to be his general sentiment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm. it, if it was Ty's actual beer, it would be you're not worthy asterisk and then asterisk would be unless you're the old man. Exactly. That is true. <laughs> I feel like we should get in touch. Do you mm. know there's also a Galactica beer? I, I saw it the other that. day. And so I'm like, that's a good backup. Yeah. For, um... And we've got our other backup. Oh, yeah. Mm, we have a some... lot of exciting beers coming. We're getting better yes. with the uh, connections. Yeah. We found the good beer stores, guys. I This is a hectic ale. Yeah. But... It's pretty It's pretty intense. <laughs> I think that's the you're not worthy. I think at the end, it's um... at the out on the back, it says this is an aggressive beer. And I think that I about sums that. it up. Um, but yeah, shout out to Purvis Beer for always having great, um, great on Bridge Road for yeah. all of our listeners <laughs> who are not here. In what suburb? In Richmond. (laughs) (laughs) So we are drinking our beer and we are covering the third episode of season two. No, fourth? Third. Third. Um, Called Fragged. Um, I really wanted it to be called Fracked, but, you know. So much so. So close, but so far. Um, Why is it called Fragged? I didn't even see a reference in the episode that made me think... Well, I think it's because, like, they're trying to... um, Like, the Cobol plot is, like, them trying to get rid of like um uh, break the satellite down on the um like to jam the <laughs> communications god i'm not articulate on a monday sorry oh, everyone it's great um, it's beautiful that's the only thing that i could think of yeah there's nothing i didn't pick up on anything yeah overtly related to it yeah but yeah i don't know um but it's called that and it was directed by sergio mimica gesen who did do an episode of last season but it was co-written by two ladies um yeah dawn prestwich and nicole yorkin and i don't believe either of them have written for the show before awesome so i mean i really liked it i think this is a i good loved this episode sign of yeah to come. oh yeah i see what you did there 
Well, mm. I hope they do more writing for it. I can't remember if they do or not, <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah, you like? You thought it was good? I really liked this more episode. More than last, last time? Yeah, I liked it better than last two. I feel like now we're kind of kicking into a... Um, into everything although Colonel Ty in this episode oh my god I remember like the first time I watched it I just like hate I mean I still hated him re-watching it but like Mm. you just hate him yeah you're like dude you're ruining it yeah my first um, line on my notes is just in all caps everybody in the brink like yeah. he's just you in the brig, you in yeah, the brig. Exactly. Oh, going to the brig. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, Oprah. <laughs> I wish it had been like that. Yeah, if only. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Should we get into it? Uh huh. Oh, one thing I wanted to call out um is that this is the first episode in which Starbuck does not appear. Oh, I did notice there was yeah. no Caprica, no Mister Vanilla, and mm. no Starbuck. Yeah, um, I was. I it was noted. Yeah. Um. Yes. So that was a thing. But anyway, B by B. That was a that thing. That was a thing. Um, words we, on a Monday. Words on a Monday. We don't have any flash forwards again. So I'm pretty safe. I think it's pretty safe <sighs> to pretty say sure we're not getting dead. them. So sad. Um, at it's least for the sad. time being. Mm. Yeah. But this was pretty, I think there was like enough thrill in this episode without our Absolutely. flash forwards. It's just that in my head every time after the like, like la la's, it's uh, just like, yeah, you're like waiting for the chick. And then yeah. you're like, oh, it didn't come. Yeah. Now it's just really serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we open on Cobol. There's a funeral being held for our favorite two characters, Tan, still a thing, and mm-hmm. Sachinas, mm-hmm. Um, who is uh, fine. Mm. Well, not really. He's dead. But, mm. you know, we know him as a character. Yeah, we do. Um, Bolter's still kind of hallucinating. No. Not having a great great one he's being told by six that he's going to die in purgatory um because of like religion and all the bad stuff that humans did on kobold back in the day yada Mm. yada i feel like this has been a fairly consistent conversation yeah um had it before yeah and we also see that like tyrell is not super respectful to bolter um i think you made the point last episode how like you know he's the vice president yeah. but like there's all these like rigmarole about titles like uh-huh. this was like case in point you know like he's like well, like i'm the vice president like <laughs> but it's like so what different. does he got to do to get some respect yeah you know? exactly like, like he's a doctor he's a vice president yeah. like come on yeah um anyway yeah it's um it's pretty interesting did you notice that like the two necklaces were kind of together and then they shot away from it and then they came back to show it when crash Chan grabs them and they were different the dog tag. It really bothered me. I yeah, didn't notice tags. that. It but was I did, different. There was something jarring about it. So maybe subconsciously. That's yeah. What it was, they were like perfectly on top consistent. of each other. And then they yeah. were like twisted. And I was oh, like, come weird. on guys. How hard is it? That's obvious. The wind blew. Mm, or maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, no one's having a great time on Cobol. Mm. Crashdown isn't doing very well. He's pretty like bummed about losing his crewmates. And also he's a terrible leader as we see. <sighs> through this episode well yeah let's <laughs> see what happens to um terrible leaders <laughs> um and then they're, as they're scouting for cylons they come across a group of toasters that are like building something originally they think that they're destroying their own ship but then they realize they're building a missile barrage mm-hmm. so that um tyrell just kind of like immediately gets this completely right which i didn't totally buy like i know he's mm. smart and machine oriented but i was like 
It's nah. like completely alien technology, isn't it? Yeah. So apparently he was just like, bam, they want to shoot their giant missile at the entire valley and kill us. Which, mm. again, I thought, like, why wouldn't they just send a bunch of centurions out to shoot them? Yeah. I think that, that he wasn't right, though. No. No. But, like, they were building missile thing. Mm. I mean, maybe missiles are easier to pick up. I couldn't really yeah. tell, but I'm not no, an expert. My, so. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> oh, well. Um. Back on Galactica, we get our first taste of Doc Cottle this season. Ugh. Doesn't disappoint. Nope. Immediately chided Billy. Yeah. And put his ciggy in before he even bothered going to Adama. Like, yep. love uh, I love I love Doc Cottle. Mm. Um, and I love that he's like immediately like, well, someone's stuffed up because he's still bleeding. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh, that poor medic. She had her time. Well, yeah. How dare you not know how to do that when, yeah, you when you're like way above your way. pay grade? Uh, she kept him away. Mm. Uh, alive? Away. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's you know, Monday. same, same. Mm. Um, Ty is very sad and stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Drinking the, again. Yep. But the doc doesn't have any time for him, so this just drives He spends a lot of time in the hospital wing. Uh-huh. With like, considering for someone he's, who's like, like ranking officer. Mm. Yeah. And, like, also, like, storing his hip flask in his boot. Where? Where does he put it in his boot? That wouldn't be comfortable. No way. Mm. Yeah. Weird. And where's he getting the whiskey? I know because, like, didn't he ration it out at he the start? He totally of last rationed season? it out. So did he, he is get his, not? Did Alan bring some? I reckon some? Alan like, must have bought yeah. some. Hey, dodgy ass. She's so dodgy. Um, Billy goes to Ty for medicine, which goes down about as well as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't why know why. aren't you in the brig? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, then we're supposed question, to be in the brig. Isn't everybody <laughs> supposed to be in the Everyone brig? Everyone in the brig. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um. I also just think Billy's an idiot for mm-hmm. even asking. Like, I don't know why he didn't just go straight to their chummy guard. Absolutely. Or, like, one of the sympathizers, yep. like Apollo or whatever. I don't yep. know. Someone else, I don't know why he would have gone to Ty. Anyway, he went to Ty. Ty said no, told him to go to the brig. Um, then he went, then Ty goes to the CIC. Apollo's also there, not in the brig. Seems to be, Ty seems to be very confused about very confused. how the brig He's like, what do you mean? And also, (laughs) everybody. Um, And also just like, what are you doing? What do you mean? What pilots that we lost that I don't know about? And And he's like, like, you remember those people on Caprica, on Cobol. Yeah. Like, like, oh, well, fine. Well, why haven't we got them sooner? Okay, cool. Like, come on. (laughs) He's a terrible leader. I think this is quite clear in this episode. I do love Apollo's like, okay, so wait, firstly on leadership. I think insecure people always make bad leaders. Yeah. Um, secondly, I love Apollo's alcoholics little, also, like, low-key mm. comment. Alcoholics also. Um, I think also Apollo's, like, low-key comment when he's like, <laughs> yeah. everybody, what do you mean people demanding from me? And he's just like, demanding job, being <laughs> yeah. like, It was so <laughs> shady. Like, the way he's, like, looks over yeah. and like, mm, well, well, meh. Yeah, and then <laughs> so Ty good. like, uh, like again, like bad leadership. Like I'm not saying he should have been like, well, too bad, so sad, Apollo. Mm. But like then to for him in front of everyone on the CIC to be yeah. like, okay, fine, well, blah. it's yeah. like he just lost any authority in that Absolutely. situation in front of everyone. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. My favorite reaction to him comes up later in the episode. We'll call it out when we get there. Okay, I think you could probably guess what it is. I think. Um, <laughs> well, then he has to deal with the press that he imprisoned. Because, you know, freedom of the press, they don't want to be there. Um, He doesn't want to deal with that either. And then there's the quorum of 12 Mm. wanting to board the Galactica, which he's also not happy about. I mean, to come back to, like, the discussion around timelines from last ep, Mm. like, this is really only, like, two, three days after everything went down. So it's totally understandable that that the quorum, who are, like, parliament, um, would be like, "Um, can we see our leader? Because they're not all across 
everything that happened with the coup. No. As far as they know, she's just been taken into custody. And they have no idea why. Yeah. And, and they yeah. represent all the people like they're... Uh, because it is a democracy. Well, in theory. In theory. Um, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind wakes up, has a nightmare. Billy asks her if she needs anything. This is like coming back to what you were saying last step as well. Like mm. she's going to have withdrawals from the Kamala extract. Does that count as a prediction? Let's call it a win anyway. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, well, anyway, she's having them because mm-hmm. she's like kind of losing her mind. Yep. Um, so that's no fun. Mm-hmm. I also find it weird that Billy's like, do you need anything? When he's like already been asking about it. Like he fucking knows she needs something. It was a really weird moment because then she said no. And it was almost like he was... Like, when I first saw it, I was like, is he saying, do you need anything? And then, like, in front of the officer, he doesn't she's want the saying officer no. To know. Yeah. And then she's kind of whispering it yeah, to him. Yeah, that's what I thought and too. And I was like, what are you... I, don't I think understand. it was just badly done. Like, yeah. I think they, they knew what they wanted to do, but they just didn't need to... Like, it was stupid. I don't yeah. know why that was the scene. Yeah. Um, On Cobol, the crew continue their watch. And by that, I mean, Bolter just continues to walk off daydreaming which as he said last week i don't understand why if everyone is so stressed and like you know uh, like exhausted they're just like oh the vice president's just wandering off again and they're just laying in the fields daydreaming (laughs) i know one thing i have liked so far this episode is that there's been less of like the um you know him actually having like erotic moments with six it's actually him just being like oh i'm losing my mind Mm. you know um so like that yeah i'm 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 happy with that Mm. personally um but still the fact that people just like let him go do his thing and aren't like aren't you supposed to be in the brig (laughs) like out of anyone (laughs) i'm just waiting for christian to shout that out (laughs) um yeah anyway that um that happened Bolt is imagining being back on Caprica with Six and she basically tells him, you know, your race invented murder and you need to act like a man and all this. Like, sometimes she just says stuff and I feel like they... I feel like sometimes the writers had, like, a plan of what they wanted her to say in terms of how it relates to plot Mm -hmm. throughout the season. And sometimes they were like, oh, we just need Trisha in an episode. So, like, let's have her say some things. She does say some things. Like, she's like, someone's going to turn against you, blah, 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 in the episode. Yeah, she gives some good predictions. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, But all the stuff about, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just found, like, all the, like, being a man really hokey. Like, I was like, we get it. He's human. She's Cylon. We've had this conversation. Mm. I don't know. Do you disagree? Um, no. Well, I didn't really think about it like that. Although you saying be a man, have you been watching The Bachelorette? No. <laughs> so I never watch these shows, but I do love Unreal. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And I also love Sophie Monk. And so when I saw that she was going to be The Bachelorette, <laughs> I was just to, like, you have to explain for our American listeners okay, and UK who listeners Sophie who Monk Sophie is. Monk is. So Sophie Monk is like this really bogan Queenslander, like self-proclaimed. Bogan oh, is like a hick. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, like a hick, an Australian hick. Um, she's like self-proclaimed like dag who swears all the time. Um, and she's just super amazing. She was um, she was, she was was with Bardo. Yeah, which was so, like the um, original like girl pop group from but, TV. Yeah, from TV, from like a reality TV yeah. show. So when, she was pretty Australian young when Idol. that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was before Australian Idol. And, um, and then she sort of like from that kind of went over to America, tried to make it there. I think she was like kind of in some movies sort of. And now she's like come back. She's like 37. She's still a babe. And she's come back to be the Bachelorette. And she just wants to find a real Aussie bloke. Mm. And it's just like, oh, my God. It's just so 
Aussie. Like, yeah, I just right. feel like everyone not like. I feel like we should export this to the world and be like, welcome. <laughs> like, <laughs> this really, is Australia. This is Australia. It's just <laughs> hilarious. What are you going to say, Tom? Let's not forget she dated Benji Madden. I don't know who. That oh is. yes, <laughs> a good Charlotte brother. That's, that's oh, a good, a good okay. <laughs> um. She anyway, she's just she's just a national treasure and I love her. And I never watch these shows and me and my friend have just like gotten into it. We yell at the TV and to each other. That's your new we've I just upgraded you from hot dog to Lisa in brackets. I never watch these shows. <laughs> no, I usually just get so frustrated, but Sophie Monk's just so great. Like mm. she's just so no, everyone good loves at her. She's just She's great. Anyway, so they had an episode of like the manliest man they had to do. <laughs> and spoiler alert, I mean, it's like the fourth episode, but spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, block your ears. But basically there's like this man competition and they have to do things like change a tire <laughs> and like build the Ikea furniture and like make a fire, like just all of these ridiculous stereotypes. Mm. And when you said that, that's what it made me think of. We can continue on Battlestar Galactica now. I just love soaking <laughs> up. We enough. got really off track. Sidebar. Yeah. All good. Um, well, in Battlestar Galactica universe, being a man is apparently killing other people because that's what men Well, do. apparently. Um, and then they talk about their kid again, that it could be the salvation of humanity, that Bolter has a role to play, but in order he needs, in order to do that, as we said, he needs to act like a man. Mm-hmm. Um Meanwhile, the helpful ones in the group, which is basically just Tyrrell and Callie, mm-hmm. um, notice that the satellite dish um, is like a traitor. So that's when they infer that the Cylons are planning to hunt them down. Sidebar in this, actually, this I realized at this point when I was watching it, and like I'm really interested to see how this plays out in the next couple of eps, mm. Chief doesn't um, know that Boomer has been proved to be a Cylon. And captured. Oh, of course. So that's going to be really either. interesting. Mm. Yeah, because but they're, you know, Bolter, Bolter knows. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So maybe that prediction that I made that he won't tell anyone, maybe it will change. Although I don't know, now it's a bit different. I reckon territory. he would have less objective to tell people now because if you tell people now, they'd be like, well, why the fuck didn't you say anything? Mm, maybe, but if she's coming up to them and there's like four of them and she's just like walking towards them, he might be like... Oh, you mean if there's boomer copies on Cobalt? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, no, like I was Boomer kind of thinking kind of, mm. because like where they like where the episode is left, I'm interested because the boomer, the Galactica boomer, mm. is in the brig. Mm. Someone's in the brig um, on Galactica. If they get back there, or if slash when, mm. um, what that reunion's going to be like? Interesting. Well, mm. we'll see what happens. I know. I just like remembered at that point, and I was like, ooh. And I think is it at this point where they're talking about like their experience. Um, like they're like, oh, oh no, no. Like why you got into the army? No, but I have a note about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew you would love that. (laughs) No, then we have to spend a bit more time with Ty, Lisa. Um, and also like, yeah, anyway. Um, Ty goes off at Apollo because apparently he's too slow to organize the search and rescue. He also goes off at the Quorum of Twelve because of Roslyn's removal. Because I think freedom, democracy, and all that good stuff was a line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Freedom and democracy and all the good stuff. And a big welcome back to our old friend I Tom Zarek. Yes, I was so excited <laughs> about seeing Tom. He was very good in this episode. He was very it was a good. strong Zarek episode. It was a Voice of Zarek. reason. Yeah. Yeah, I love that he was like just there this episode and they didn't make the plot about him being shady. Mm. I really liked and that. And he also was like, um, later on in the episode, like totally like, wait a minute, let's see what this woman has to say. I yeah. mean, not like that, but he was like, this person knows more about this than any of us. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, 
I feel like it's not fair to point out she's a woman because we never really do that on Battlestar Galactica, no. which is one of the reasons that I like that it's a sh- it is a show because yeah. it's just like, oh, but of course it's equal. Yeah. It's a thing. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. but I like that he was being a good ally and yep. giving that lady space to talk. Absolutely. Because she knew her shit. He did. Yeah. That's no, good. that was great. And I love how Zarek, like in this scene, he knows exactly how to push Ty's buttons. Yeah. Like, you know, he kind of like goes, as you say, he pushes back on Ty and basically like gets around, like puts forward that they should immediately have access to Roslyn mm. and override his position. Mm. And Ty's basically only able to be like, well, I'll take it on advisement, which mm. is a stupid response. It's but always a stupid response. Yeah, you know, him. something, She something says as she drinks the arrogant, arrogant bastard <laughs> ale. <laughs> um... Anyway, in other weird scenes this episode, or scene, actually in other scenes that we didn't need nor asked for, Rosalind is hallucinating from the Kamala extract, uh, or withdrawals, I should say, to find Ellen Ty there for yeah, like, my no note, reason literally? ever. Oh, there's Ellen. Like, that was my note. I was like, I don't know I why I don't even Ellen know what else here. to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, like, I know that Ellen has kind of been set up as, like, a bit of a you know, sneaky, self-serving wench kind of lady. Mm. But at the same time, like, I just, that just seems so shoehorned to me. Like, it was just was a just weird like, thing, but oh, I think they're just man. setting it up for later in the episode yeah. so she can be like, oh, send them down. She's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't buy for a second that Alan was there for, like, any nicety. Like, mm. you know, she's not there as a pal. Hell no. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a cringy scene. Like, obviously, Alan realizes um, Rosalind isn't well. Rosalind's not really aware that it's Alan until she leaves. Like, I just, yeah, I thought that was super weird. Mm. I think you're totally right, though. I think it was just setting it up. Um, back on Cobol, the team are monitoring the Dreadus. So they, they're trying to basically get a sense of the silence activities and patterns. Now, I have to be honest i looked away for like a minute at this point and i don't know if i missed something but bolter's watching it he starts up his watch Mm. like drops that thing yeah and then like i couldn't work out if he actually had seen more cylons or if that was just heavy-handed writing later on and he had seen the correct amount like i couldn't remember he lied or not the idea behind it is that he was on the watch and then he dropped the binoculars yeah and when he dropped them they were there yeah and then after he dropped them they walked away and I think what it's saying is that because he dropped the binoculars, he missed them walking away. And when they asked him the question of if they ever left, he was like, no, mm. because he didn't see them leave. But actually mm. they do leave. Mm. Uh, I think that was the point. To go to the other place, which is why they yeah. were standing at the other place. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I just like, I thought I missed something then. And like, you know, Bolter, he's always lying. Yeah. So I was like. I don't uh, think they actually showed that initially, though. I think mm. he came back and said things, and then later on they show that scene where he drops the binoculars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, feel free to correct us yeah. as usual. Um, <laughs> we always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounded sarcastic. We actually do, guys. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I will shout it out here, and it is going to be a little bit after the fact, but over the weekend was like the po- podcast day or something like and we got a couple of shout outs from our Ooh, fans so thank you thanks, so much fans. it was very touching um yeah thank you very much mm-hmm. i probably should have written down names properly but <laughs> one of whom is in ravenclaw and i let her know that we were both in ravenclaw we were. ourselves and actually 
not to brag, and I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before. <laughs> I feel like we have. <laughs> but Melia and I did bond over winning a Harry Potter trivia night. So, um, this you know, is true. just in case we haven't told you before, we're telling you now, and we're both in Ravenclaw. Yeah. And we have trophies to prove it. We do. Matching and necklaces. And Ravenclaw ties. Yes, and Ravenclaw ties. <laughs> Producer Tom's a Hufflepuff. Oh, of That's course you are. <laughs> he got Hufflepuff, then he changed. He did it again so he would get Gryffindor. Oh, no you cheater. That is, he's going red. He knows. He knows he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'm going red because I don't have a microphone to defend myself. There's well, no there shame in being a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. They're good people. It's better than Slytherin. Mm. Sure, sure. <laughs> anyway, obviously Ravenclaw's the best house. Obviously, obviously. Oh, and so this is the point where they talk about getting into the army. Yes, this is when they talk about the army. Dental school. Yes, I love love that. I love that. Such a great fact. So Callie basically says she only joined the military to pay for dental school, which is pretty, pretty hectic considering that Callie's had a bad run like she has to basically be like there's not even a dentist anymore in the world yeah so <laughs> um i also love that they've just basically college is expensive in the battlestar galactica world yeah. it's like going to college <laughs> in america yeah um for yeah, those in america so we have better systems here mm-hmm. um although they're progressively going your way for whatever reason <laughs> yes um yeah otherwise in this scene it's basically just the same Tyrrell crash down arguing and then crash down gives like that stupid like t- crash down has a stupid idea about the attack um everyone else is like that doesn't seem like a good idea but like Tyrrell's the only one that really pushes back and he says the team aren't properly qualified which is fair mm. um but crash down's just like you know they need to do it they own it they owe it to Tan and Sachina. So he has like their like um like a bloody shirt or rag mm. at some point and then he basically just pulls his favorite military rank yeah card which um was very annoying is this where bolter has his massive hysterical no monologue? then he has a meltdown later okay yeah um oh by the way oh no it is later um and i will do a shout out yeah when then he in the next scene is when he presents his plan and, yeah. and like we find out then in that scene that it's like it's a very rudimentary plan mm. like tyrell basically is like well they we like this isn't a plan this is like a tactic i love that his comment that like this is not a tactic that you do in real life this is like a a thing that you learn in class like everybody here is just like done the basics like being like i'm going to solve this like complicated equation with pythagoras yeah it's like that doesn't really happen integers yeah can you tell i failed math integers yes i can i'm gonna gonna integers my way out of this Bind. <laughs> like, it's been a long yeah. time since I studied math, but yeah, I can tell you failed. Let's move on. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, anyway, this was the military system is ridiculous, as Bolter points out at this point, yeah. where he's like, this is stupid, let's take a vote. Yeah. And Crashdown's like, no. This is not a democracy. Of, yeah, it's not a democracy. In the, You know, he doesn't even get a great line like Torrance in Bring It On's This Is A Cheerocracy. Oh, my God. Which I was, would have loved. Totally go for that. Totally. Um, um, but it's not a democracy. And too bad, so sad, essentially. And Tyrrell's going along with it, which I just find ridiculous. I hate when Tyrrell just immediately is like, deal with it, to yeah. Bolter. I'm like, what? 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 You basically yeah. had a backup in the most qualified person at least on paper or mm. like most um esteemed in the team like take it mm. Tyrell mm, yeah mm. Mm. can I call out an MVP at this point yes crash Town's pants 
<laughs> Why? Because he's walking away and they're like these like silvery kind of like tight ish. I just never noticed them before. Yeah. They really look look they look great. Yeah. But I just never noticed. And as he walks off, it's just like I really noticed the pants. The and I was pants. like, they're just very fancy. Ooh. MVP in MVP. my mind. You might have All you right. might you can challenge me on that. I don't later, think I had an MVP yet. So well, there we go. Maybe maybe it's crushed down shiny pants. Mm. Um back on Galactica. Oh, sorry, we should say that we find out their objective is to get to the command on COBOL and take out the control council. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah, back on Galactica, Roslyn still hallucinating. Um, Billy tries to get their religious guard friend to get it, which he should have done in the goddamn first place, but, you know. <sighs> Billy. Um, then the guard is like... Oh, like, you know, she's following in the steps of Pythia, like, blah, blah. Because, like, obviously, it's weird, right? Last last season, I remember people being like, oh, the Pythia scrolls are, like, somewhat obscure. Mm. But this season, everyone's read Pythia. I think it's just the people from Geminon. Yeah, they religious. Yeah, because um, he's from Geminon, the god. Mm, sorry, a cat has Everybody come Everybody is window, so distracted by the cat. Well, we have very large windows and there is a cat. On the other side, it looks of like my old cat from when I was growing up, and we called her Pizza because it looks like there's a pizza, pizza on her back. Oh, yeah, those cats always look like this one's a bit different because ours look like it had a giant pizza on its back. I'm gonna take a picture for social, for social, so everybody can share in this experience. <laughs> um, yeah. Aww. Anyway, I'm not distracted. Um, Shiny object syndrome. <laughs> yes. So anyway, the guard. We find out he does go and get her um, medication, but at the time he kind Sneakily. of just talks. Yeah, talks about um, the Pythia, following the steps of Pythia, and we also find out he's from Geminon, as mm-hmm. you point out, the Gemin- Geminon residents. I want to say the Gemini. The Geminonians? Yeah. Can we yeah. call them the Geminonians? I like that word. Um, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> they believe in like the literal interpretation of yeah. the scriptures, so... Billy kind of uses that to his advantage to get the guard for the extract, mm. ask the guard for the extract. Um, and Ty, again, for no, I don't know why you would ever talk to Alan about this stuff, but he shares how frustrated he is mm-hmm. with democracy, damn it. And Alan's like, well, worst. you should let the quorum see her because she's out of her mind. Um, and, like, again, stupid on Ty's behalf, hasn't even checked this. Mm-hmm. Alan is like... She's so trustworthy, she's though. She's so trustworthy. I mean, she's his devoted Your eye client. roll was on point she right then. She is the worst. I can't even eye roll that long. Um, but, yeah, anyway, Alan's the worst. Um, yeah, and I don't understand why her saying that he's in control of the fleet when we know he doesn't want to be in control and actually actively dislikes kind of that. Mm. Why it almost set up that he's like, yeah, woo, I am in control. Like, yeah. I um, just, yeah, I hate So it this point. is where my favorite hand gesture comes in because uh-huh. when he calls, or my favorite response to Ty, because when he calls D at the control center yes. or whatever yes. and Gator looks at her with like a, like a kind of what's going on face and D just looks at him and does like the drinking yeah. gesture. She totally knows he's And I loved that moment. I was like, seriously, though, like both of those guys are just doing the work, manning the fort. This is what I love most about Battlestar when it's like those kind of like everyday cultural day-to-day kind of like observations. Yeah, like we've all worked in a place where like, Uh especially if you've done hospitality where you Uh have like an alcoholic boss or colleague Uh and it's like everybody knows that it's like you're just like, oh, here we go again. This dealing guy. with this yeah and i just love like yeah the look that her and gator give each other like she's like oh this guy and he's like oh that again and yeah it, yeah it was, it was everything i loved, I loved it, it. Mm. 
Yeah. That was probably <laughs> a high point. Look at us jinxing. <laughs> um, Apollo and his team head towards... Um, oh, no, but, yeah, Ty tells Dee to tell the quorum that, that we have to see the president. So yeah. That was the outcome of that. Yeah. Despite the, you know... Uh, drunk motions yeah um apollo and his team head towards kobol um they're planning their attack um on the planet the team start to also plan their attack and six tells bolter that one of that one of them will betray the others during Mm. this attack but if the attack fails they're gonna die um i love when he's like well i'm not gonna die because i'm god's instrument (laughs) like he just really leans into like to religion when it suits him exactly she just laps it up like (laughs) i'm like girl you know better than this (laughs) oh he was the perfect choice really wasn't he yeah Mm. but then she's like well what happens when cobalt isn't god's will so meh yeah sucks to be you yeah um anyway just in the nick of time before the quorum of 12 arrive the Geminon guard gets the extract to billy who we assume gets it to the president um and a very merry so, but why yeah. is it so like dl like i feel like is kamala like an illegal substance or i feel like the way everyone talks about it or it seems to be positioned in the show it's like weed yeah that's, that's what, what i, I kind of feel like it is but yeah. then i kind of feel like the the reason they've been so hush hush on it as well has been because um admitting she's taking kamala extract would have to be admitting that there's something she needs to be treating with yeah her. yeah like i kind of inferred that the reason they didn't want to talk about the kamala extract was because like you know how ty's like there's nothing wrong with her like yeah. the in the app because he doesn't know she's got cancer mm. um that that was more about it than obviously like it's got connotations that makes sense yeah but yeah i don't know i mean yeah. it, it has been very hush hush like mm. i guess now it's different but yeah, um will be yeah yeah because yeah ty very merrily takes the chrome to rosalind she's pretty unresponsive they all begin to panic but then just in the nick of time rosalind pulls herself together mm. she has a statement she um but i think she made a good statement all things considered like she was basically yeah. like i haven't resigned the presidency the coup was unlawful like everything she says is it holds up in terms of like law yeah except that she's like Cooked. Okay, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cooked is a good word. I actually wrote, like, I've just written, like, a bunch of people who think that they're, like, humanity's saviour. Like, I just was like, let's yeah. share stories of Jim Jones or, like, David <laughs> Koresh or Shoko Asha- uh, uh, um, Asahara. Like, all of these people where, like, tons of people died. Like, Jim Jones where 923 people died. Like, mm. you know, you really love the phrase, drank the Kool-Aid. Well, guess what? Yeah. People drank the fucking Kool-Aid. And yeah. I was just, like, listening to her and I'm like, seriously, though? Particularly when that, like, lady in the quorum starts, like, as we said before, the one that Zarek, you know, yeah. holds the phone for. She really, like, gets on it and then everyone's just like, yup, 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 mm-hmm. we believe you. We're here, we're here. Like, everyone has their come to Jesus moment. Absolutely. And it's like, mm. this is freaking insane. Fracking insane. Fracking. Anyway. Yeah, they all just lose their shit. Yeah. And, like, obviously didn't work on time. And she's, like, holding their like, hands. Yeah, I just... I was just like, Jim Jones, let's talk about it. <laughs> but really, I wrote information. Continue. Are we going to talk about it in themes? Well, you know, I think that that's the... We can talk about that in themes. Yeah. You, do you want to talk more about it now? No, let's... No, no, no. Let's finish off the episode because I think we've missed some stuff on Cobol, but we can yeah, go back to Cobol. Yeah, 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 Um, And then... So let's finish up Galactica and then go to Cobol and okay. then we can talk about themes. Okay. Well, meanwhile on Galactica, um, in in news we didn't doubt, I think, for a minute, mm. Doc Cottle tells us that Adama's going to live. <laughs> 
oh, and will wake when up he precisely to, when he wants to. I can relate. Uh, I think what, in this the morning, daylight 30, savings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for this morning. But also, uh, can honestly say that in the 30 second speech that my dad made at my uh, recent milestone birthday, <laughs> his literal words were 21? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. Um, his literal words were. Oh, well, I don't remember exactly, but paraphrasing were... Um, you just I said think we literal can, words. I know, and then I realized that I can't <laughs> misquote him because I think he listens to the podcast. Um, was something along the lines of like, um, nobody can really tell Lisa what to do. Like he really only spoke for about maybe 30 seconds. But he cuts And it was court. one of the only things that he yeah. said. And I was like, yeah, actually he makes a good point. <laughs> the man speaks truth. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of that time when my parents made me do physics. So I borderline was failing so that it, well, I was like just passing because I didn't want to do it. And then my well, that's teacher. that's exactly what I did with maths. I mean, on I purpose? I didn't just fail because I was terrible at it. Well, the end of this story <laughs> is then when my teacher, my physics teacher, who was pretty sexist, was like, oh, of course you're a woman or a girl. You can't um, you can't possibly pass year 11 physics. That's ridiculous. Your gender just doesn't do that. Straight A's until I finished year 12, motherfuckers. <laughs> so I, yeah, now everybody knows how to game me. Just yeah, tell me so that funny. I can't do something and I'm there. Yeah, this is pretty true. This is I would say that's true of my experiences <laughs> with you. And I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, Ty makes a st- statement to the media about the um, the coup saying that Roslyn will remain on the ship until Adama says otherwise and mm-hmm. that he is disclosing the Quorum of Twelve and declaring martial law because that is that's how things work, right? ridiculous. I think that I wrote hectic in capital letters and then i was like we have a choice between a drunk or a dying crazy lady mm. that is literally our choices right mm. now yeah you can tell that i've almost finished this really strong beer it's not third beer lisa but kind of kind of <laughs> starting to careen off in that direction <laughs> melia's one sip melia damn it you've got the upper hand yeah um Anyway, everyone loses their chill. No one has any chill in this scene. No which chill. I love, including Ty, because he's like, ugh, like, do you watch Arrested Development, right? Like, yeah. I feel like that's like the, I've made a huge mistake moment. <laughs> like, he basically is like, like, and then he just turns around and walks out. He's like, get the press off the ship and get me my drink from my boot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Crazy. Great. Great. Positive. Do you know what? Positive. I don't think the old man's going to be much too pleased when he wakes no. up. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. Like, That's my prediction for this week. Yeah, I just think if he's like, his whole thing is like, dude, like the old man's in charge. I'm just gatekeeping. Wouldn't you not make any um, sudden and um, diversive? Uh, diversive? Diversive? Divisive. Divisive. <laughs> I was diverted in my attention by a bird. <laughs> not even kidding. Um <laughs> It's all going on here. Tigers. Coughing. (laughs) Like the Richmond Tigers. Sorry. Um, Yeah. um, You right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're good there, little buddy. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I'm not hopeful about what's going to happen next week, but Mm -hmm. I am going to be entertained, I'm sure. Yeah. And so should we wrap up, Cobalt? Yes. All right. Whip cracker. Um, Sorry, I thought you sounded like you were ending out the episode. Dude, I have notes. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not three beers deep. 
Have a third of it's a beer. It's actually only one beer, but it's just a really strong beer. <laughs> and I didn't eat. Like, it's seven, and I didn't really have any. It was 7.40 now, and I didn't really have dinner plans at 8.30. So I should wow. have thought this through and brought snacks. <laughs> Learning. Learning. Okay, now I'm going to cover Cobol. Is Thank that okay you. with yeah, you, Lisa? okay. Wow. Apollo and his team head towards Cobol <laughs> in the Vipers. Uh, oh, yep, yep. Yes. You happy with that? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the ground, as they're about to head towards the dish, the Cylon count is different. So the team on the ground are thrown. Yes. Um, and Tyrrell and Crashdown argue about what to do. I feel really sorry for Callie because she's got like the worst job, which is be a diversion. Basically like Callie go be bait. Yeah. And it's so unfair. And I totally get why she's like, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I will die. I just wanted to go to dental school. Yeah. That's I did not I sign up for this literally figuratively. Yeah. Um, and also like Tyrrell actually makes a good point of being like, well, no one's at the dish. Why don't we go take out the dish? But Very, for whatever reason, yeah. Crashdown is like, no, no. Um, and so then he holds Callie at gunpoint because it escalates a little bit. And then That's Walter shoots him. Fracking insane. Yeah. And like, obviously someone was going to shoot him. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be Tara or Walter. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was going to be Felix for a minute, the other woman. Yeah. Because she just looked like she was just like... I'm fucking out like, yeah. for a minute. But, but like, yeah, of course. Someone had to do yeah, it. Someone had to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was really, really hectic. I think it was well done though. Like Me too. those scenes were really yeah. like genuinely thrilling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he becomes the one who betrays the others according to the prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cylons hear the gunshot. They basically like, you know, come just to, start shooting in start, the direction. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I guess like as Cylons, you're like, well, doesn't matter. Like, you know, whatever. Um, Six appears, she tells Bolter he's a man now, which, cool. And he's like, I'm kind of busy right now. Could yeah. you just stop? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> as the team flee, Celix and Tyrrell both shot. Mm. I don't think we saw, I think we assume Celix lived. We know Tyrrell did. Cause yeah, we saw him I think end. that we assume she did. Callie came and picked her up. Um, yeah. I totally thought Tyrrell was going to die as well. You mm, know how I love too. it when main people die. Mm. Like, I was so excited Bums, when Crashdown did. I was like, yes. Yeah, this is getting exciting. Yeah. Well, someone <laughs> had to kill him. But yeah. Tyrrell, I was like, oh, this would be even more crazy if he died too. Like, yeah. that would be hectic. I, I actually, like, yeah, I thought it was pretty tense. Mm. Um, but Bolter manages to get him that rocket launcher thing so he can, like, shoot the satellite down just in the nick of time. Mm. Um, and Bolter, I I gotta say, he held his own with a gun. He certainly he, did. He shot some Cylons. Not just and a had nerdy a red hot type. No. Um, and the Vipers see the explosion. That's when they're kind of like, oh, like that's they our crew. Yeah. Something's going on down there. Um, it looks like the chief is about to get shot. Yep. That's when I was like, shit. Yeah. But then, you know, a very angelic Viper appeared in mm-hmm. the sky, shooting the Cylons down. Do you think this show leans into religion? You know, I think it has some kind of interest. Mm. Couldn't say. Pretty obtuse. Mm. Um, hated Apollo's line. You're welcome. I was just like, hey. Go frack yourself. Note. They just saved your life. Yeah. Like, don't you're welcome then? Do you not realize what they just did? Yeah. Those missiles were after you. I and believe they... that there's a beer that refers to this. Oh. <laughs> Are you talking about the arrogant bastard ale? I might be. You actually can't see, but I'm modeling it right now. Mm, good job. I did too much visual <laughs> humor for being a podcast host. Um, I think there's one more scene. Oh, yeah. Well, after everything's said and done, we see everyone kind of packing up to ship out. Tyrrell hands Apollo the dog tags. And when he asks how Crashdown dies, Bolter kind of jumps in and lies and says that Crashdown died. I totally disagree with this. 
Mm. Mm. Like totally disagree with this. Like, I'm sorry. No, he didn't. He was Mm. a crazy ass guy who almost got everybody killed and who almost shot one of his co like workers, colleagues, Mm. whatever you want to call Mm. it. Like that's fucked. Why do you have to respect his memory? Like, mm, I don't know. Do you think though that they were like, well, I think Tyrrell and Callie and all that were respecting his memory, but do you think Bolter was doing it a little bit to like save his own skin a bit oh, too? kind of. I think that he felt a little bit of guilt about it. Yeah. But I think that in terms of like everybody else, yeah, no, I just don't think that people should be remembered as a hero if that's not what they were doing. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, there was also a lot of um, like weird slow motion in this episode. Yeah, very jarring. Didn't like it. Mm. Um. Also, it was weird at the end, like the conversation that Bolter had with Six, it almost made it sound as if he was leaving her on COBOL because she was like, I'll be your conscience. But it's like, weren't you already? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, I guess we're supposed to like, feel like he's... Yeah. I guess we're supposed to feel like Bolter's had this like transformative experience. Well, apparently, yeah, when apparently. you take a life... Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it wasn't happens. until he shot that guy, but now he's fine. Um, and so that was what happened. Mm. And do we want to talk about themes? Yeah, well, I honestly, got to be honest, because we haven't had much time between episodes, um, I hadn't really, like, written down any themes. But I think that the two that we... Or we can talk about a lot of things. Um, so, first of all, I think it's um, interesting to talk about, like, the military mm-hmm. and their recruitment tactics. Yeah. Like, um, Callie. I mean, in a way, I guess, like, Callie has sort of um, survived... Because she was on Galactica. I mean, we don't know if she would have survived if she was just on wherever she's from. Mm. But um, yeah, like how long does that last? You're kind of, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy to me. Um, I know that I have, um, so I have teenage sisters and one of them um, has this, she's just going to join the military for a year or something. Oh. Or she said she was, I don't know. She might've changed her mind by now, but there was a point <laughs> where she was talking about joining the military for similar reasons. Like, pay for college and like mm-hmm. um or just to um you know be fit or get the experience or whatever and I was like just terrified of her mm. being put into a position where she has to go to war mm-hmm. so mm. yeah hectic yeah I think that there's like it's as you said before it's obviously similarities with mm. the real world in terms of like college being expensive um but it is interesting like you know again to come back to the mini series like when that started galactica was basically an old ship that was being decommissioned yep. no one on it most people on it had either been in the first silent war if they were like old um like ty and adama or they like have lived in peace all yep. their lives yeah so it's like australia we've mm. been in 26 years of consecutive mm. growth mm. We don't know what it's like to have a recession. Um, it's going to be... Yeah, <laughs> I don't... Spoiler alert. I don't think that's going to last forever. Mm-hmm. But like for people who are our age, for example, and like even people who are like in their like 40s, mm. they've never really lived through a recession. Mm. Like a... Yeah. And it's going to be crazy when it happens. Mm-hmm. Same as this. It's like war. Like Jesus. Well, I think also the difference between someone like Callie and someone like Starbuck and Apollo mm. is like Starbuck and Apollo are like fighter pilots who yeah. are like... They're obsessed with what they do and yeah. they've always been competitive and drawn, driven to do what they do. Whereas mm. someone like Callie and I think a lot of Tyrrell's team who are more like, I'm not trying to like put class onto it or anything, mm. but they're more like, that it's a job. Yeah. They did it as a job. And then suddenly there's like literally no one else left in humanity. So, you know, that's what they've got. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think it is interesting. And I, well, I think it's definitely a class thing. And I mean, yeah, I can't speak I think for Galactica, so. but I know that that's a way. And I mean, it's not a bad idea in a lot of ways. But no. yeah, 
crazy. Yeah. I also think that, like, when well, we've talked about this before, so we don't have to talk about it for too long, but, like, the military versus democracy structure and process, like... <sighs> I mean, I'm interested to see where this will go, but, like, both times this episode with Crashdown being in a leadership role mm. via his military authority and tie in the same, like, we see that, like, a military um, process overriding democracy at at its core is a really negative thing. Like, it completely impedes the ability of the group to have input. Mm. Um, and it both had pretty disastrous outcomes for but those But I think people. the general, like, um, like, theme of this episode is that authoritarianism isn't great yeah um and i mean i know democracy is also not perfect but like you can clearly see in this episode that people have um yeah just really fracked decisions like yeah. and i think the military culture is more ingrained in this civilization because they're in like a war and there's so few left mm. like the military getting away with like if this was peacetime people would be like no way can you lock up the president and declare martial law i mean you know. Well, I don't know. Like, this is a thing. It's really, yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's really um, it's really interesting watching this and thinking about, like, because, like, the whole time I was thinking about the context of, like, what would happen if this happened IRL? Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, it do- this does happen. Like, military does take over from democratic institutions and we generally condemn it. it. work out. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, from a democratic institution, no. Like, from an authoritarian leadership, different Mm. but um yeah i mean a lot of stuff that happens in this episode like but these people have limited power like Mm -hmm. um i mean this is the thing is like all of the fleet is so dependent on the battle star um that and the quorum which is really only appointed like in the show timeline but democratically Yeah. yeah so there's really not um a divide of power you know, it's quite centered. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's yeah. unfair. I think we've flagged this in the past is yeah. like this this idea of the way that the military works. And I mean, I'm not a hierarchy person, to be honest. And like mm. for all the criticisms that I have of Australia, which are many, um, one of the things I do like about Australians is that we tend to be quite non-hierarchical. Mm. Um, and I think that um, honestly, in a lot of businesses and stuff, that does lead to some pretty good things mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Like just the ability to sort of, challenge authority um and stuff like get that is really done. great get yeah. shit done yeah absolutely um so yeah and then the other thing i guess that we should talk about is um just like how crazy russell is <laughs> and how we would respond to this like i think that um there was a quote by someone about george bush and they were like they have no problem with like people say george bush saying god told me this but if they said like god told me this um Oh, literal thing no but like or it was like um in my shoe or something like it was an inanimate object it's Uh like you add in a few words and it sounds ridiculous and i think that there is like a really like i just i mean obviously it's a time of crisis i think in a time of crisis people have a tendency to believe this kind of stuff like you want to cling to something that's going to give you like hope and meaning Mm. but i mean i've just been thinking about this a lot um this week so at the moment i'm also um studying uh islam which is really interesting and i've just been thinking about like the people who are prophets who were like from hundreds of years ago and how like fracking crazy they must have been back in the day. Mm. And then I think about people like 
you know, the people that I mentioned before. Well, um, I do kind of love it when Rosalind's like, we're going to get the arrow and then the arrow will come back. And like all the stuff that like three episodes ago, people were like, like Billy was like, you're crazy. Yeah. Everyone's now like, yup, yup, yup. Sounds good. But she like, says that everything stuff. I've done is logical. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's not logical. It is consistent. You're not wrong about that. But like, it's not logical. Like, mm. You're just like, I read this prophecy and I'm that person. And this is, and like, if you listen to like um, like these people who, you know, have mass suicides and stuff, like it's crazy. They think the same thing. They think that they are like the next coming and they have come up with all this crazy shit. Um, and it's exactly like that for me. It's so hard for me to watch that without that context mm-hmm. because like so much of my studies has been in like extremist ideology and, and like um, controversial religion and stuff that I'm just like, this is insane. If we saw this person today in our current society we would be like you are a fruit loop yeah yeah absolutely i guess it's good that we're not like you know part of the less than fifty thousand people surviving um in an unknown star system well being we can be thankful for that AI. but let's say not yet should we touch wood again <laughs> <laughs> um cool um anyway i think that's that's it i i got counts for you Ooh, it was pretty counts. lean. We've been very lean on the Cylons because really only Head 6 has mm. been around. Um, we haven't seen any boomers for a couple of Um And Frax, three Frax from Crashdown. I think they were all in like the same scenes too when he started to like lose his mind. One from Bolter, one from Ty. Yeah. Lots of Fracking fan Fracking from Ty. Yeah. Um, to wrap up, do you want me to read out this um, quick summary of Jim Jones? I mean, I could, if you want, <laughs> honestly, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. There, um, and I don't, I don't fully endorse it, but there is a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left, and they actually do some pretty great in-depth research into cult leaders. Um, you should definitely look up Aum Shinrikyo, which is a Japanese cult. Um, the Branch Davidians, which is run by David Koresh, and also Jim Jones. I think they have episodes in all of those, which is great. Um, I haven't really... The reason I say can't fully endorse, I actually only <laughs> listen to the ones about cult leaders or terrorism because, um, yeah, as you all know, creepy when it comes to terrorism. Um, but basically... Jim Jones, who uh, inspired 923 people to die, um, was the leader of the People's Temple, and their mass suicide was the biggest single loss of non-military American lives before 9-11, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a megalomaniac psychopath um, and kind of what people generally think of when they think of an evil cult leader. Um, uh, so basically what happened is... I don't want to read the whole thing because it's really long. <laughs> um, but basically what happened is uh, this whole drank the Kool-Aid thing um, came from that. So he... Um, he All of his church members, um, some of them by force, had to drink this kind of like cyanide lace Kool-Aid. Um, and that's sort of how it all happened. And fun, 304 fun. of the people who died were children, which is awful. That is awful. Um, and so there were the more like f- crazy followers were com- getting all, like forcing it to the others. So anyway, 
pretty sure last podcast on the left does all three of those really great and there are a lot of others as well so yay yay so now you can think about what i think about when i think about her preaching and being like i'm the chosen one although to be fair she hasn't been handing around kool-aid just yet so let's be hopeful for that We'll see about that. Mm. Um, and oh, next... well, spoiler alert. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we don't have any predictions to update on because um, we didn't see if Dee was a Cylon and we also haven't seen if Gator's gay yet. So... I think we just leave that until it, the end of season four. <laughs> All right. You don't want me to bring it up every week? <laughs> well, next week we're going to be covering... or Next fortnight, sorry. Always getting ahead of myself. Next fortnight, next ep. We'll be covering episode four of season two, which is called Resistance, and mm. it is a good one. Ooh, I might have to go home and watch it straight away <laughs> and then not be able to catch up with you for a couple of weeks. It's always so hard. I'm like, no ah. probs. And awesome. remember, guys, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BeardsBeatsBSG to see our arrogant bastard ale and other beers that we drink and other things that we talk about. And please leave us a review, preferably five stars, and tell us what you think or give us any corrections to our ideas and beats by beat with emailing us at beardsbeatsbsg at gmail.com. You can just tell us that you love us. We love that too. We love that too. Mm. Bye. Bye.